welcome to a new edition of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast that we uh, record uh, before we're heading to a new EKN Trackside Live event. Uh, it is episode 17, February the 23rd, 2021. I'm Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole. The event in question will be the uh, second uh, stop on the 2021 Challenge of the Americas, presented by Royce and Baxter, the event heading to Cal Speed Karting in Fontana, California. David Cole will be making the trek out there on Thursday. It'll be a great weekend at Cal Speed as this program continues to amp things up. Before we get into that, let's have a quick chat and talk about who our presenting sponsor is for this edition of the EKN Outlap. It is Allenberg Racing Schools. Allenberg Racing Schools has operated exclusively in the USA since 2012 and is now the number one open wheel racing school in the country. The current race cars feature a carbon tub, racing slicks, front and rear wings, and onboard data acquisition combined with onboard video. One, two, and three-day racing schools are on offer as well as corporate entertainment programs, manufacturer programs, and more. Allenberg Racing Schools is based at the world-famous WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Please visit www.allenbergracingschools.com for more information and to book your racing school today. All right, David, uh, jumping into it here, you're heading to California. Uh, I'll be stuck up here in the freezing cold tundra of Canada. You're heading to SoCal. In and out, great racing, good buddies, and what should be a pretty solid event. February 26th, 27th, 28th, this coming weekend. It's currently Tuesday. You leave Thursday. Round three and four of the six-race championship. And uh, for all intents and purposes, the battles we saw at Phoenix will, will reignite when they head to, uh, to Fontana. That's exactly it. It's going to be the middle of the championship chase for all the categories that are competing uh, at the event and for the drivers who were able to kind of step up and, and be among the, uh, the front runners all weekend long in Phoenix. So we'll see if they're able to come back and and continue that momentum or if we're going to have some new players and new contenders uh, when we get things started at Cal Speed. Yeah, 14th season for this championship. And so it's it, it's often interesting when, when you and I talk about how long we've been in the sport. You know, you've been with eCarding News for 16 years now. I've been in the sport as a journalist full time. Uh, for about 25 now, uh, maybe just over 20 as a, as a publisher of our own publications. Uh, but David, this this program really got started only a couple of years after you got got rolling at eCarding News. 14 straight seasons of, of this program, I think, really speaks well to uh, to everything that Andy Saisman has done, especially when you consider that move a couple of years ago going from the Rotax to the Rock program. I want to say that was the first time I met Andy was the announcement of Challenge of the Americas. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Because we had never, I had never gone to, a, that was my first Rotax Grand Nationals. And as, as we know from uh, his history, he was among the uh, the first people involved with the Rotax program. So, uh, yeah, I think that was the first time I met Andy. And, uh, and yeah, so we were there for the announcement of the, of the program in 2000 seven at the at uh the, the track at centennial in That's denver it. colorado yeah. uh yeah it's just uh it, you know he he's been able to carry a, a good momentum over the years obviously the the program started out slowly and built itself up and and uh it was built off a regional program because they had the gators cup the cup, that, yep. uh uh, was it based in the Southern California so it kind of just opened up a, a a bigger traveling series for those in the western half of the country that were involved in Rotex, now it's gone to the Rock plat- platform, uh, and is is nearly at record numbers as uh, as we know, and we'll get into later that uh, last year was was a kind of a record breaking year for for the program. But uh, yeah, it's 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 exciting to uh, to see a program estab- be established this long, and as we said, not too many programs like this are are around in the country or yeah. even events. Yeah, well, you know, the key is having the stability in the sport, and of course, the the Challenge of the Americas, really the the West Coast Winter Series program, a couple of different uh, programs on the East Coast, as we know, the Florida Winter Tour and the Scusa Winter Series. But when it comes to the West Coast, this is it, the Challenge of the Americas. And I would expect, had the borders been open, and we haven't still be dealing with the, the COVID issues, we are. Uh, a lot more Canadians would have been down there. Record numbers would have been, would have probably happened at Phoenix. Um, just because simply simple fact is that the momentum for this series is growing. David, anytime you do a race at Cal Speed, you have to take a, a segment in the event notes to talk about what 
what uh, layout they're using. There's so many different uh, layouts at uh, at Fontana, at Cal Speed Karting. They're going to use the three-quarter mile, 15-turn Grande clockwise layout. So this should be interesting. It's, it's a, I, I like the clock the clockwise layout. I think it's interesting as they work their way back up the hill uh, to the paddock area. I think uh, the track well, the track races really well in, in all the different directions, but clockwise should be fun. Well, this, yeah, this is the first time the challenge is actually going in the clockwise direction. We've seen other events use yeah. this, uh, this layout, but uh, typically they've gone in the counterclockwise direction. Uh, and so this is, it's something new and different for, for the challenge for sure. Um, obviously the layout was, uh, was updated in 2019 when Cal speed carding made, uh, some changes to, to the facility itself, to the layout and the track and the way, uh, some of the corners are shaped. Um, so, uh, again, it's, but it's this typical grande circuit that, uh, everybody's familiar with and, uh, is the ninth time that, uh, the series is visiting the Cal speed carding facility. Yeah, I think that's great. As you said, uh, let's look at the event schedule, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, uh, unofficial practice run by the track itself. Friday practice, uh, of course, uh, five rounds and it's, uh, it's kind of a, a, a challenge trademark, uh, eight, eight, eight. 12 and 17 minutes, that longer pre-qualifying time practice at the end of the day, hot pit session, allowing drivers to come in and out, make those little bit of changes and head right back out on the track. Really valuable, I think, in terms of tuning for uh, what would be the longer run of the main events. Saturday and Sunday rounds three and four of the 2021 championship. Warm up to start things off. Qualifying session, pre-finals at uh, 10 and 12 for cadets in the other categories. Finals, uh, 15 laps for the cadets, 18 lap finals, David, for the remainder of the categories. Um, I, I, I love the racetrack and I, I've, I've had a chance to race there a couple of times, tested there a couple of times. Uh, 18 laps is a, is a pretty good length. And that's one of the things about the challenge. Man, you got to be in good shape uh, because the, you know, the end of the laps at the end of each day, you're, uh, you're digging in to try to try to get to the end. Yeah. With it being a three quarter mile track, you're looking at almost, you know, 20 minute, uh, main event time. So it's a long, it's a long distance. And that's something that the challenge has always done. Uh, weather shouldn't be a factor this year. Cause obviously we know it was last year with a little bit of precipitation here and there. Thankfully right now, you know, we're showing sunny skies Friday and Saturday, partly cloudy on, on Sunday, but temperatures are going to be in the mid seventies on Friday and then the mid sixties Saturday and Sunday. That's not too bad. You'll enjoy that. No, it's going to be windy Thursday, so that's going to be the the big caution. Uh, they're talking about gusts up to about forty miles an hour, so uh, hopefully everybody's batting down the hatches for uh, for Thursday. That's for <laughs> that's sure. That's it. All right, guys, uh, our first break of the action here of this edition of the EKN Outlap as we give you our preview of the Challenge of the Americas event coming uh, this particular weekend in the Cal Speed in Fontana. We get back after the break, David. We'll jump into the numbers because uh, we'll look at uh, essentially. The ebbs and flows of karting on the West Coast. It's kind of a really good look at that as we uh, kind of identify the different entry numbers for all the categories at this year's challenge. Stay with us, folks. More to come. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Most recently, Leading Edge Motorsports and Greg Bell helped guide Danny Formel to victory at both the Rock the Rio and the Supercarts USA Super Nationals 23. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer for IP karting, which includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports is already looking forward to the 2021 season, which begins with the Challenge of the Americas, the premier winter series on the West Coast under the Rock Cup USA banner. Leading Edge Motorsports is also eyeing the Florida Winter Tour and several other programs. Arrive and Drive services to cart preparation and driver coaching are all available under the LEM 10 throughout 2021. Greg Bell has been building racing engines for over 20 years, and he's excited with the continuing growth of his new Mega Power race motor building program. It doesn't matter what color your chassis is, choose Mega Power to get to the front. For more information, Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com and find them on Facebook. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. 
Kemetic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kemetic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kemetic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kemetic's fiber materials are asbestos free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two cycle kit and Kemetic's four cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kemetic can tailor to engine builder specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kemetic gaskets are must-haves for championship winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kemetic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode 17 of our EKN Outlap, the preview podcast we do before each and every EKN Trackside Live event. Of course, the event coming this particular weekend, the Challenge of the Americas, presented by Royce and Baxter, rounds three and four, kind of the middle point of a three-event championship. Uh, David, let's have a look at the numbers. Last year at Cal Speed, it was the highest ever. Record numbers last year at that midway through, uh, 138 entries, but that was before COVID hit. Uh, 138 entries. Right now, coming in 122 pre-entries. Going to need a, a pretty decent walk-up to be able to hit that that record number. Uh, but again, this is comparing non-COVID to COVID, so 122 entries, still strong. Yeah, it is. And and there's obviously the possibility, as we as we always talk about with Cal Speed, the of walk-ups. Uh, obviously, with, with the Los Angeles being the mecca of Southern California karting, uh, you know, there, there's the possibility of getting 15 to 20 walk-ups. So, Almost definitely, yeah. uh, you know, we're not putting it out, but again, you know, it, it's going to get close. It could get close to that record. Obviously, as you've mentioned, we've mentioned multiple times, if the borders were open, we'd already be at that mark with uh, the number of Canadians that would want to come down and compete uh, with, with the challenging Americas as they typically do over the last 14 years, as we've said. So um, yeah, to, to have the numbers where they're at is a solid as again, it's, it's still somewhat of an increase, but when you look at it overall, we've seen a drop in a number of the different categories, to, but we're still holding strong with, with uh, overall numbers uh, at a good level. Well, and let's look at that because again, one of the things we've been talking about, we've had conversations about it, David, is it just seems to be at least on the West Coast a trend, uh, a big move towards the hundred cc air cooled categories. Um, last year in hundred cc senior, eighteen drivers at Cal Speed, twenty four this coming weekend uh, at Fontana. That's six up from last year. Junior hundred cc, David, only four drivers last year, sixteen this year for plus twelve. You go the other way, you look at Junior Rock and Senior Rock, we're down 14. We go from 16 to 2 in Junior Rock, and then we move from 14 to 4 in Senior Rock. That's the movement, right? We've seen so many guys, especially on the West Coast, jump into the 100cc engine. Well, not to mention uh, the move to 100cc, but just drivers that are racing on the East Coast instead of the West Coast. Uh, you know, there's probably a handful of drivers, uh, such as uh, Oliver Calvo, uh, Hunter Pickett, um, a couple of the cadet drivers that are racing on the Florida winter tour rather than challenge of the Americas. So, uh, you know, it, that, that's something that it's very hard to look at when you look at numbers because there's so many different factors. I mean, you talk about COVID, you talk about the change of, of, uh, age, age groups, you know, moving up from one to another, you talk about the different categories that are available because as we've said, multiple categories for the different age groups, even masters, you have, three different categories for masters. You have three different categories for seniors. So there's a lot of opportunity and, and something we don't see very much on the West coast are people who go double duty. Um, that's very, very, uh, popular on the East coast where we get the junior drivers doing both categories or we get the, the younger senior drivers doing both categories. Yeah, you're right. That's so, uh, so that, that, that's part of it. But again, you know, you, you look at the overall number, that's, that's kind of where you want to keep keep the numbers rising, and you just kind of try and figure out, okay, the the 
the the flow of 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 what the 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 community is doing. So yeah, it's just kind of where it is. It's it's at right now. There's not there's nothing you can really pinpoint to say. Okay, we need to do this so this gets better. There's just I, I you know, there's nothing you can really pinpoint it at. Well, another one of the the ups and the ups that you look at, of course, is an, the increase in the micro and mini categories. You know, we look at the yes. the, the strength of a series and, and new kids coming in uh, to the cadet classes, and you know, we've we've almost doubled the amount of drivers in the micro class. Uh, seven drivers this weekend. There was only four last year. Added another three to mini rock. We're up to thirteen from ten last year in the mini rock categories. Uh, and then, as we said, the, the the increases in senior and junior hundred cc. And again, there are you know we, the big drops in junior and senior, but just a little drop in the masters rock, a little bit in the shifter rock category from twenty seven down to nineteen. Those are guys, especially the senior shifter guys, David. Those are the those are the guys that may not have entered yet, but will roll in later and enter at the track. Right, that's something we've seen many times before. Yeah, that's something that we're going to see. Like I said, there, there's that possibility of getting 15 drivers to sign up. There's like the the Paul Bonillas or or other drivers. There's there's going to be other ones that we're going to talk about later that aren't on the pre-entry list that have verbally confirmed that they're going to yeah. race this weekend. Right. So, well, again, let's uh, let's go to another quick break and get back, and we'll dive right into it. Let's let's start going class by class. After this quick break, we'll come back and we'll go uh, we'll go gear slammers. We'll talk uh, Shifter Rock Senior and Shifter Rock Masters. Looking for that extra edge? Comet Racing Engines is your answer. The engine service program from Comet Kart Sales has been winning from coast to coast at all levels and different forms of the sport. Lead engine builders Mark Harrison and Gary Lawson have decades of karting experience, providing racers the power to reach the top step of the podium. Comet Racing Engines continually perform track and dyno tests to provide their customers with the cutting edge in engine performance. Comet specializes in Yamaha KT100, IAMI Swift, IAMI X30, IAMI Leopard, and Rock engines. Trackside and customer support are the cornerstones of the Comet Racing Engines business, ensuring each and every customer receives personal attention and the help they need to achieve the best results. Engine rentals are available at all the events that Comet attends in 2018, including WKA, SCUSA, USPKS and the Route 66 Sprint Series. Contact the Comet team today at CometCartsales.com or by calling 317-462-3413. If you're looking to step up your engine program, send it to Comet Racing Engines. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe North America and Asia, becoming the CIKFIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and the 28mm mini kart for the cadet classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParallelUSA.com. Welcome back to the EKN Outlap, episode 17, as we preview the upcoming Challenge of the Americas event from Cal Speed Karting in Fontana. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. Uh, DC, let's talk about Shifter Rock to begin with, 19 pre-entries. You mentioned the fact that uh, Hunter Pickett's been running the West Coast as well. Uh, are you hearing word that we're going to see Hunter here this weekend? He's on the entry list. Uh, that like was it. one of the things they talked about, GFC talked about. Uh, when the season began was he was going to do some driver coaching for the opening event, but uh, was going to come back for the Cal Speed event because he's also racing Florida Winter Tour. So uh, he is going to be at Cal Speed and on the entry list right now as the uh, defending champion. So, again, not an opportunity to uh, 
to to fight for a championship, missing uh, the the Phoenix uh, event, but uh, is going to be there to uh, to certainly contend for for the top spot of the podium this weekend. Obviously, the driver who dominated things uh, at Phoenix to start the season off, Canadian Rainbow City, he'll be back as well. Two wins in Phoenix for him. He leads the points by 36 markers over Kyle Wick and 70 points over Cole Bailey. And, of course, uh, Rossitti coming back again with the Italian Motors USA team and Catalyst Driver Development. And I'm looking as I look at the, the entry list, we're seeing Stefan Rudzinski on there as well. I, I don't remember the last time Stefan has, has run a karting event that I've been at. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since he we've seen him behind the wheel. Uh, yeah, so he's a good addition to it. But a, a couple other ones, Aiden O'Neill uh, was uh, racing with Ron White Racing on the CRG, was among the top contenders at Rock the Rio last November. Indeed, was up yeah. there against the uh, the uh, uh, eventual winner Oliver Askew. So was was up there battling with with the uh, the former IndyCar now IMSA driver uh, Mateus Coito. Uh, Matt Old Nut Racing on the AK USA chassis. He might be a local driver that could be able to kind of throw a wrench in uh, at uh, at the field. But uh, you know, you look at Ruskitty, Wick, and Bailey. They're obviously going to be quick. They were quick in Phoenix, and all three have experience at Cal Speed. Uh, Wick, I think, kind of got advantage going in a little bit. Currently holds the uh, the track record for the category in this layout. Uh, after racing at the Tri-C event back in February. So uh, a little bit of an advantage for Wick uh, having uh, that kind of that 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 benchmark for everybody to get to. Yeah, and a a confidence as well. Knowing that he can lay the lap down, right? That's that'll be a big thing as well. Um, Looking down the list as well, Race Liberante, David, uh, ran in the Senior 100cc class uh, at Phoenix, back aboard the shifter here for Fontana. And you just got to go back to the Supercarts USA Pro Tour event when he was in the uh, the Pro Shifter 2 class and was able to uh, to show great speed there. And, and I believe running in the counterclockwise direction, no, the clockwise direction. So he's got experience in this racetrack. Of course, Southern California driver as well that spent a lot of time running, running tracks throughout SoCal. So uh, I think Liberante should be a guy that you'll be keeping an eye on as well throughout the weekend. Yeah, was among the uh, the front runners last year at this event in the yeah. in the opposite direction. Um, was on the comp cart last last year. Now is on his own uh, race factory brand. So uh, we'll see. Uh, you know how he's. I think he was there this past weekend for the LAKC event. Not sure if he raced or not, but at least you know got uh, familiar with what the conditions were doing. And uh, and obviously this tire is uh, is still new to every a lot of people. So those who have. Uh, Put in the laps and and gotten the uh, the education on it could uh, could shine as well too. Yeah, other names to watch out for, of course, Cole Bailey. As we said, uh, top three in points right now with J three competition on that comp cart machine. Uh, I would not count out uh, Micah Hendricks either. He looked really good on the Illuminos. Of course, that was Phoenix, his home track, uh, but he's had some success as well at Cal Speed. And then you know may- maybe as well Ethan Ho. Here's a guy with a lot of laps at Cal Speed. Uh, on on his uh, APM Racing OTK machine. So I think he's on the red speed. Uh, but Ho could be a driver, especially this racetrack, David. Uh, yeah, he's he's going to be – I think it's just the locals. You know, you got to watch what they're yeah. going to be able to do. A Robert Heck Jr., you know, he has the ability to be fast at the, at a home track as well. So a lot of number of local drivers that, that could, could kind of throw a wrench into the championship chase and uh, should make for, again, an interesting weekend. All right, let's uh, let's roll over here to the uh, Shifter Masters Rock category. Uh, Eighteen pre-entries, of course. Your champion Kevin Woods from last year for Ron White Racing on the CRG. Uh, Kevin had a decent weekend in Phoenix, uh, but battled it out with both Michael Valiente and Cliff Quiella. Uh, both those drivers, of course, in the fight. Quiella with the point lead coming in. Woods in second. Valiente didn't run the Sunday race, the, the main event, so he falls down to fourth in points. Nick Firestone overall, David, had a pretty pretty consistent weekend in Phoenix to go P3 in the points coming in just 40 markers back. But there's a lot of drivers here that look good at Phoenix. They'll be your primary guys to watch out for. But as you said, uh, this particular category, there's a lot of shifter drivers in Southern California. This is where you're going to see more of those local drivers coming out as well. Yeah, Firestone had a, a drive from the back on Saturday, was able to uh, move his way into the top five and then come back with a podium on Sunday. So he's, you know, he's kind of one that uh, is looking to continue improving uh, as the weekend goes along, along with Woods. I think Woods, really, it was just his starts. He struggled all weekend True. long with his starts and, 
and once you once you fall back, you know, Phoenix is a tough place to pass. I think Cal Spade offers a little bit more passing opportunities, especially in the shifter cart cat. Uh, category. There's a number of different opportunities around the racetrack, but going in a different direction, obviously we don't know a lot about the racetrack that way because we've we've only seen it really in the wet, I think, that direction. So it will be interesting to watch, but again, a number of new drivers that are going to be making uh, their 2021 debuts uh, this weekend. You talk about local driver Calvin Chen, uh, a series champion. Uh, Ryan Yap, who was among the front runners last year. Patrick O'Neill and Jeff Mills under the round white racing tent. They're coming back for their 2021 debut and Nick George also on the Illumino. So a number of drivers, I mean, you're talking probably now maybe 10 to 12 drivers who have the ability to win this weekend. Yeah. yeah, Again, you always throw Eric Jackson in there right on the VME. Uh, Warren Kinberg's been fast as well at Cal speed. He'd be one to watch. So yeah, there's, you know, and then Patrick O'Neill, I think you mentioned Patrick already. He's always good wherever we go. And, uh, now, granted, Sonoma is where, is where Patrick's always uh, one of the primary guys to go for a race win, but we'll see what Patrick can do when we get to Cal Speed as well. All in all, a couple of really good grids, David. 19 in pre-entries in Shifter Rock Senior, 18 in the senior in the, uh, the Masters class. Obviously, would like to have seen you know mid-20s, high-20s in one or both of those categories, but still, you're looking at, uh, at what, 37 Shifter carts on the weekend. Yeah, that's something that the the program has moved towards. It's become a, a shifter program. Uh, it, you know, it's it the numbers have continued to be the more consistent over the last three years, and uh, has really brought on a number of the top contenders in both the uh, the senior and the masters divisions. All right, when we get back, we're going to go tag uh, with the rock categories, senior, junior, and masters. We'll preview all three of those categories here on the Outlap. After this break. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, we live our passion. Developed by American karting champion Gary Carlton, the GFC chassis has become one of the newest brands to reach the top of the podium in North America. GFC has garnered victories and championships at all levels of the sport, since its debut at the end of 2018. Shifter car drivers are at the front of the field running the GFC GT14 frame, and the SS31 has become a solid contender in tag and 100cc competition. Team GFC has arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the mini and micro classes, utilizing the GFC RR5 cadet chassis. These young pilots have the opportunity be part of the Team GFC Young Driver Development Program. Learn from one of the best American carters with over 25 years of racing at the highest levels of the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram, or click over to gfccarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC in 2021. GFC, live your passion. If the dream is IndyCar, set your target on the Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. Our ladder system is designed to take drivers through three runs of competition. The first step is the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship, which features a carbon tub Tatus chassis, 180 horsepower, and a paddle shift sequential gearbox. Boost the USF 2000's output to 250 horsepower for the Indy Pro 2000 program, the second rung on the road to Indy. Add in increased grip and more aero downforce, and the Tatus PM18 becomes an incredible training machine. The final step before IndyCar is the Indy Lights Championship presented by Cooper Tires. The Delara IL15 boasts a whopping 450 horsepower. This car itself has trained so many drivers in the IndyCar series. At all three levels, you race at premier venues on the same dance card as IndyCar. Showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners. The program is unprecedented around the world, offering the opportunity to climb the ladder with over $2 million in scholarships to the champions in USF 2000, Indy Pro 2000, and Indy Lights. Former Carters fill the roster of Road to Indy graduates in IndyCar, like Joseph Newgarden, Pato Award, Connor Daly, Jack Harvey, Felix Rosenquist, Colton Herta, 
Ed Jones, Charlie Kimball, Dalton Kellett, and Renus DK. Follow in their footsteps. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice. The Road to Indy, presented by Cooper Tires. Back at it once again here in the EKN Outlap episode 17. It's February the 23rd, Tuesday. David's a couple days away from getting on the Delta flight, head, uh, heading to the southwest, uh, out to Ontario Airport. I'm sure the first stop will be in and out. Not a surprise to me at all. Um, David, uh, let's get rolling here with Senior Rock. Of course, the Challenge of the Americas uh, program, we, we touched on it in the, in the by the numbers. Uh, not ma- not great numbers in, in the, the tag categories. Four in Senior Rock, two in Junior, ten in Masters. Hopefully we'll see some walk-up to, uh, to kind of fill the field a little bit. But the bottom line is we're still going to see a, a good battle because there's some, there's some solid drivers lined up here to, to run this Senior Rock category. Yeah, the Senior Rock is going to be uh, what I I think is going to be a two-driver battle. You've got Liam Letch with, uh, coming off the two victories at Phoenix with a solid uh, Ford, uh, championship lead. Uh, Jensen Oltzman sits second but will not be uh, at, uh, at Cal Speed as he has an MX-5 test in Sebring. So that, that is a conflict that's going to keep him away from the weekend. That moves Zimmer into the lead uh, challenge position. He's 56 points out. So, so Zimmer is really going to be the driver that's going to be on the attack and, and, uh, and going after Lech all weekend long. Uh, you know, Zimmer was kind of right there all weekend long, and Phoenix just had some ups and downs. That kind of kept them from challenging all weekend long. So we'll see if uh, if those gremlins are gone and uh, he's able to uh, to compete uh, for the victories on the weekend. Yeah, I really would like to have seen more drivers in our uh, junior rock class. Uh, we had a decent number. I can't remember. It was like six or seven, I think we had it at, at Phoenix. Uh, Frankie Mossman with a couple of victories for comp card scoring uh, uh, the point lead coming in here to Cal Speed. Jesus Vasquez Jr. was in the fight, as was Diego LaRock, Tristan Young, and Deanna Hoffman. As they go with pre-entries, only Frankie Mossman and Tristan Young, David, on the uh, on the lineup for this weekend. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, you'd think you'd have a few of the uh, local drivers that we've seen over the last you know at least year uh, come out to uh, to compete in the category. Unfortunately, uh, we're just we don't have the pre entry, so uh, I don't know if if uh, you know that's gonna keep people from walking up, but we'll uh, we'll have to just monitor it and see what happens. Indeed, indeed. Down uh, six uh, category drivers as well in the Masters Rock class. But again, uh, the great thing about Masters is is there's there's a lot of tremendous drivers in the field. Some some champions uh, still getting at it. Uh, anytime you talk Masters Rock, especially here in the Challenge of the Americas, David, you, you got to talk about Derek Wang, two time defending champion, won the title in 2019, won the title in 2020. You know when we, when we do our shows about the F- Scusa Florida Winter Series. Um, it's all about Renato Jader David, right? One of the best masters drivers in North America. Then we come over to the challenge and we can say exactly the same thing about Derek Wang. He really is one of the top masters drivers, not only in North America, but the world as well. But everything he's done here in the U.S. has been amazing. As I said, two-time defending champion, got out of the gate pretty strongly in Phoenix with a couple of wins there as well. Yeah, the, the wins certainly helped uh, get the momentum going in the right direction. Uh, Wang is actually going to become or trying to become the first driver to score a three-peat uh, with three championships in a row. Nobody's ever done it in the 14-year history of the challenge. So so something that he's obviously eyeing on and, and trying to uh, to get another uh, a championship under his belt. But Adam Kasich was right there all weekend long in Phoenix, uh, running second spot to him. So again, we're going to have, we're going to see these two kind of measuring up each other. But the great thing about Cal Speed, it's going to throw another wrench into it because it's a home track for Tim Mayer, who sits third in points. Yeah. Home track for uh, the the track manager of Cal Speed, Mike Smith, sitting fourth in points. And you know Billy Cleveland sitting fifth in points is always fast at Cal Speed, at least when it's dry. <laughs> so uh, so that's going to be that's going to be kind of make things a lot inter- a lot more interesting uh, as the weekend goes along. Agreed. I, I like the way things are shaking out here. This is going to be a, a good fight. I'll be definitely tuning in to, to see what happens here in the Masters Rock. Now, let's get this right, David. I know that Timmy, Tim Chapman, Chappie's going to be on the mic, but it's Adam Kasich. Remember, we talked Kasich. to Adam afterwards. It's not Kasich, it's Kasich. Yeah, I know. 
I, I, I always know. say it how I read it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And I'll, I'll get, like we keep saying, as long as you spell it correctly, you've done your job as I've the I've done writer. my job, yeah. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Well, I'm sure Chappie will get it right as well. Adam Kasich, as we said, coming in just 32 points behind Derek Wang. Adam had, I think Adam, he won one of the pre-finals, I believe, right? And so that kept the points a lot closer, so. Mm, no. Are you no, sure? I, I'm pretty or sure. On, or was he on pole one of the days? Hold on, I'm looking it up. I can't, the the class sponsorships got me all messed up, so I'm not sure what class is which. You're all discombobulated. There we go. Yes, I am. It was uh yeah, fast time in the wet session okay. on Sunday. There yes. you go. So the the bonus points there. So it tightened Five up points. a little bit. There you yeah. go. Uh, so 32 points. So it, again, midway through the the championship, we're two down with four races to go. Easy to be able to get uh, the things kind of turned in the other direction. So Cassidy needs to have a strong weekend. But like you said, Tim Meyer. Uh, Tim Mayer, rather, one of the guys to watch out for. No, it's Meyer. Again, we got too Meyer, many mayors. like the store. Well, we got like too the... many mayors and Myers, right? Yeah, I Sam, know. Now, Sam Mayer's moved on to cars now, so it doesn't mess me up quite so much. But then you got Ben Mayer, Sam Mayer, Tim Meyer. Yep. Meyer the store. Meyer the, the store. store. My Mike, Mike Smith, Phoenix Slow. Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you just dropping the uh, hammer on poor Mike Smith. But now uh, you got to look at it. You know, Tim, Tim and Mike, they, they, they're they not out of it. You know, only no, 73, God, no. 75 points out of it. If either one of them were to come in and sweep the weekend, that yeah. even sings up really quickly. And, you know, depending on where Wang, you know, finishes up, you know, that it, it changes a lot of things. And then you throw, you know, uh, Adam in there. It's <laughs> it's going to make for an interesting weekend in this category for sure. And I would say this, David, if, if, if Tim Meyer or Mike Smith do dominate the weekends, I would not be surprised. Like both those drivers, knowing the racetrack and with the skill set that they have, they could easily be the guys to beat all weekend long, right? For, for sure. And we'll talk yeah. a little bit about Mike. You know, he was able to to double up in the Masters 100cc yeah. last year. So, so he has that momentum going in. Obviously, home track. You know, home track drivers just seem to be a little bit better. And, and, uh, and I don't think Cal Speed is a track that Derek Wang is, is, dominant at it's i think it's a track that he kind of struggles a little bit here and there but uh you know he can still come out and and pull off a double win no matter what <laughs> no doubt yeah uh, and you know what we'll get to that right after this break folks we're going to get back we'll go air cooled it'll be 100 cc senior junior and masters when we get back in colorado the place to go for carts and parts and everything else you need to go racing is forward direction motorsports it's colorado's premier karting company. Owned and operated by veteran carter Greg Welch, Forward Direction Motorsports is located in Centennial, Colorado. FDM has been developed to provide customer service and product sales at all levels and in both in-person and online. We're a brick and mortar shop that serves as the hub for karting in Colorado and we're a gateway to new racers who can come in and learn about the sport. We also have an online store and can ship all over the country. We can also service all makes and models of engines and carts. Whatever you race, we can take care of you. Forward Direction Motorsports is a comp cart dealer, an authorized Rotax service center, and we can fully support all Briggs 206 racers. We support local karting 100%, and we also have a race team that takes our customers to major regional and national events on the West Coast. From cart prep and coaching to full arrive and drive packages, we offer something for everyone. You don't have to live in Colorado to experience Full Direction Motorsports' vast experience or dedication to customer service. Our online store continues to expand its inventory, and the products you need are just a mouse click away. Head to fdmcarting.com the next time you need parts and equipment fast. We ship daily. Shop online or come to the store to check out our inventory and visit our service department. Head to fdmcarting.com to learn more about our products and services, Call us direct at 720-323-3650. Jensen Button, Jas Verstappen, and Roman Grosjean. All former techno kart drivers and champions. Get ready, America, for the techno kart invasion. Formed in the 1970s, the Italian manufacturer has new representation in the U.S., and they're already winning races and championships. Technocart USA is owned and operated by top national masters drivers Laurent Dumardin and Christian Vomir, 
and they are focused on building the new Technocart dealer network. The Technocart line hits all the different engine platforms in American karting, beginning with the TR28 Special for four-cycle racing. The TR30 is Techno's chassis for 100cc and 125cc tag competition, and we also have a TR Cadet and Kid Kart for the drivers coming into the younger age groups of the sport. In 2021, Techno Kart USA will be attending the Rock Cup Florida Winter Tour, the United States Pro Kart Series and Route 66 programs, the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals in Las Vegas, and will continue to support our home track, the Badger Kart Club. Race winning arrive and drive programs are available and kart shops interested in adding a new quality chassis to their lineup should contact us today. Be sure to follow Technocart USA LLC on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back once again to the EKN Radio Network, episode 17 of the EKN Outlap as David Cole and I previewing uh, the upcoming weekend event, the Challenge of the Americas, rounds three and four, Cal Speed Karting in Fontana, California, as David mentioned from the top of the podcast here. Uh, nice weather. It's going to be not too hot, but uh, likely no rain, which is, a, which is a good thing. David, let's jump into the 100cc categories here, which are going to be strong. Uh, 20, 24 pre-entries in senior, 16 in junior, and nine pre-entries in master. Remember, just a couple years ago, uh, when I had a chance to run up at Calspe, or up at Sonoma, I think there was one driver for most of the season. Then we had two, and then we had four. So we, we're up to nine now. We're doubling, and this is going to be a class that's going to continue to grow uh, into 2022 as well. But starting off with the senior drivers, 24 in total running senior. Um, Oliver Calvo, uh, the champion from last year, tough to see him again on the sideline uh, as he's in COVID quarantine. No, that was just a mistake. I forgot to delete that oh, from last time. I thought he still. I, I thought. I thought. Honestly, I thought. I, I thought I went on and looked at him. Are you sure he's not still in quarantine? No, he raced that Florida Winter Tour this past weekend. Uh, I talked to him, and uh, he will not be in Cal Speed Racing. So uh, okay. that's what I thought because I saw a picture. I saw a picture of something on social, and then I asked Greg Bell, and he didn't mention Oliver. So I thought maybe he'd still be in quarantine. I didn't see that he raced last weekend. Yep. Sorry about that. That's all right, David. Listen, <laughs> that's it. We'll just I'll just talk it off the paycheck. That's all good. Don't worry. That's um, well, however many however many uh, words it was. That's how many uh, <laughs> dollars. Yeah, right. yeah. No, 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 no. Pennies. Pennies. Oh, pennies. 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 All right. All right. All right. So I'll scratch that off, David. That's um, <laughs> a mistake. Let me let me so they can hear this. <laughs> there we go. Um, what was interesting for me, um, of course. At Phoenix was Liam Lech, super super impressive, right all weekend long, running with Christian Bird Motorsports. Uh, Blake Nash had such a good Saturday, and then something happened on Sunday, and he just was nowhere. And then got roughed up a little bit trying to work his way back forward. This will be a track though where Blake Nash is going to be able to be super comfortable because he's been doing a ton of racing there. He was there at LAKC when I was there last fall. Um, this is a guy that knows this racetrack, and I think Blake Nash likes the surface and has momentum coming off of Phoenix. Yeah. Not on the entry list is Blake Nash, but we did, I did get a He'll verbal, there. a verbal that he should be there. Nothing, not a hundred percent confirmed yet, but so uh, well, I'm sure he'll be a, a walk it. So that's again, one of the walk-ups that we'll talk about, uh, that I, I talked about earlier. Uh, but yeah, Blake Nash should be able to, uh, to be among the, uh, the top contenders. Again, you look at, uh, the local drivers that are going to do that. Uh, you know, he's, he's among those, with a lot of laps at Cal speed and, and no matter di- what direction or what layout uh, that you mentioned, but uh, yeah, he, him and Lech had, had good victories. You know, Nash obviously had the issues on Sunday in Phoenix uh, in qualifying that put him behind the eight ball early on, but, uh, and again, contact in the final took him out of the running, but a good performance by Lech both days to give him a solid championship lead going into the weekend. Uh, Judson Altman, as you mentioned, not able to be there. He'll be at uh, MX5 Cup testing ahead of the Sebring weekend. Uh, Kiriako Sukas uh, was a, kind of a driver who, who worked his way into the scene, right, into the spotlight. Not, we haven't seen him run uh, up front like that, and Sukas was really good at Phoenix, so we'll see how he plays out uh, when we get to Cal Speed. Michael Mischoff uh, ran as well at, at Phoenix as Mischoff. Yeah, he's on the he's on the schedule still. He's on the on the entry list for Speed Sense Motorsports, which is great. Uh, ideally, we're seeing Nash back. But you said Sukas was another driver, David. Not on the entry list, but you have confirmed that he indeed will be there? 
Yeah, it was a verbal yes that uh, he'll be racing in Cal Speed. So you get if you add Nash and and Sukas, that's two entries there. So you know, hopefully, you know we're at that puts it at twenty six. Hopefully, we'll get thirty drivers in this category, very similar to what we saw in Phoenix. So, uh, but uh, Letch certainly has the advantage going into the weekend with with the pretty good solid championship lead. What do you think about the dark horse coming in with Formula Works on the GFC, Derek Escabebel? <laughs> That's good, Bebel. Uh, anyway, you know, again, again, uh, local drivers, That's lots it. of knowledge. You know, did very fairly well last year in his challenge debut in this category. Uh, but you, you talk about guys who were fast here last year. You talk about Everest Fedler, uh, Jackson Dunn. They didn't Jackson actually Dunn. have good weekends in Phoenix. So can they come back and put on a good show in Cal Speed to kind of help move them back up towards the top five in the championship chase? Uh, so yeah, a lot of number of different factors going into this weekend with the local drivers, drivers who want to improve on what they did in Phoenix or drivers who want to redeem themselves from what happened in last month's race. Yeah, I wouldn't count out uh, Jackson Dunn or Everest Fedler from Forward Direction Motorsports. I think they'll definitely be uh, hot on their he- on the heels of the guys up front, if not right in that lead pack. And, of course, Derek Escabel, as we mentioned, uh, like Mike Smith, uh, knows that racetrack, a lot of lap time there, and, and should be able to, to put down a pretty good show. Uh, 16 entries, David, in the 100cc junior class. Uh, last year's champion, Alex Berg. Uh, I don't believe running the championship this year, so we won't see Alex Berg there. He's uh, moving on to the MX5 program as well, actually running uh, with the Mazda Grassroots Spec Miata Series and NASA competition, so kind of a grassroots factory driver. He and Bryson Morris uh, won that opportunity. Uh, The winners, though, from Phoenix, uh, Christian Cameron on the Red Speed, Laney Benjamin on the Tony Kart. Uh, I believe both those drivers scheduled to be in Cal Speed. Uh, Steven Eichert, though, with the with the consistency, David, coming out with a point lead. Yeah, it was really a three-driver fight all weekend long in Phoenix with Cameron, uh, Benjamin, and Eichert. Eichert was more consistent over the uh, the two days to, to come out, even though he didn't score a victory, to come out with the championship lead. But it's only a 10-point margin back yeah. to Laney Benjamin with, uh, with Christian Cameron 14 points back. So... That's Again, tight. all all of these three drivers were right there all weekend long, but Isert has the advantage right now going into the weekend. So obviously a victory for him will kind of help boost that championship lead up a little bit more. But again, you know, these three were so tight all Phoenix all weekend long in Phoenix. I expect more of the same in, in Cal Speed. David, you're going to see uh, four drivers new to the category this weekend in Cal Speed as well, which is great for the series, right? New people coming in. Hopefully, we'll see them at Sonoma as well. Give us a give us a rundown of the four drivers that are new. Yeah, essentially, we're getting uh, a majority of the drivers coming back from Phoenix. I think there were 14 in Phoenix, so a few not showing up, and then four new drivers. So uh, you, you kind of look at that. That's almost like 20 new drivers. Uh, just to the series, just through this category. So that that's kind of what the focal point of of that note uh, that I kind of wrote. Uh, drivers we don't really know much about, and again, we didn't really know much about any of these drivers when we went in, <laughs> when we went into Phoenix. So that's uh, true. So it was it was a lot of learning. So uh, so we'll kind of get get more familiar with uh, with uh, the rest of the field and the new drivers when we get to Cal Speed. I like it. And of course, David, once he lands there uh, on, on Thursday and then gets there on Friday, of course, we'll get some Paddock Insider information for you. Make sure you follow all of the social media for eCardingNews.com. Facebook and Twitter, of course, we'll have the top 10 of all the sessions there for you, starting with the after- afternoon happy hour, uh, that pre-qualifying time practice on Friday afternoon. And of course, David does the top 10s from all the sessions, qualifying, pre-final and final. And then, uh, of course, Instagram. We like to use our Instagram story for a lot of the more, you know, atmosphere uh, paddock shots uh, throughout the weekend as well. And, and David, I, I love the one minute flat as well. You're picking up where I when I'm not there. You're doing the one minute flat on Instagram. I saw that at Scusa. I expect to see it at uh, at Cal Speed too. Yeah, I might have an In and Out Burger in my hand. <laughs> well, I, I literally, <laughs> dude, I literally was just gonna say you better be able, you better be doing it with an In and Out Burger in your hand. I was literally gonna say that. I love I, it. I, I think that's because it's it's more to kind of give you an idea of what the weather's like, that's you know, it, yeah. what, what's going on. So, yeah. so I can do that from outside the In-N-Out Burger, <laughs> which is very nearby the racetrack. So that's, true. that's, that, that's true. my that's my goal for the weekend is to do the uh, the the one minute flats from the In-N-Out Burger. Okay, EK Nation, here's what's going to happen. And I, this has happened before, <laughs> and one of the things I love when I'm not at a racetrack 
is getting David's expense report oh, back. Oh, come on. So, because when I when I go to, you know, when I'm when it's David and I, we go to certain places because I, you know, I want a good Mexican, maybe Italian one night, maybe, maybe sushi, whatever, chop chop, whatever. There have been times when, when David's gone to races and I get the expense report back. And it's, I think that it was not so much these days, David, because I think you're going out with more people and getting some better dinners. But there were times where you would like go to McDonald's like every day for four straight days. I would not be surprised to see uh, of the what three days that you're going to be trackside, let's say three and a half. So let's say that's that would be 10. I would not be surprised to see 10 receipts from in and out while you're there. Well, unfortunately, I don't have the the time to leave the racetrack <laughs> during the race period. So you're not on the probably, microphone. You're not on the mic. Chappie doesn't have to go anywhere. You could do it. You could just t- do everything. I have, from to, your phone. I have to run the broadcast, as you that's, know. That's true. It's not that hard, but that's true. But Chappie doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> you true. you barely know how to do it. Oh, You've been doing it for now. how many years now? Easy. Uh, but no, it'll be it'll be it'll be in and out Thursday, in and out Friday. Probably an in and out Saturday. So I'm gonna so the over under is the over under is two and a half. Well, then somebody'll do a run for you. They'll go and bring you something back. That's, that's happened before. That's too. probably a Cody Shindell, yes. That's a Cody Shindell. I love it. <laughs> we'll give we'll give CanadianCardinews.com a shout out for Cody Shindell. That's pretty there cool. we go. All right. Um, let's go to uh, Masters hundred CC. I talked about the growth over the last couple of years. Nine drivers in this particular category. Let me just scroll down so I got my guys here on the spreadsheet. Um, Nick DeGraff, champion from last year, not with us. And when I was actually, it's when I was out at, at the LAKC at the end of last year, I want to say it was December, I think early December, I stopped by and that was Nick's last race. He was actually heading back. He was over here for work in the U S heading back to the Netherlands. I believe, I think it's Denmark is where he's from mm-hmm. heading back overseas. Um, that opened things up a little bit because obviously Nick, one of the front runners, anytime we have masters racing. Uh, Tim Meyer, David, able to dominate, not, I would say dominate, able to win both main events, uh, in hundred CC at Phoenix. Mike Smith was right there. He's 24 points coming back, but Meyer was a lot of momentum coming out of Phoenix. Yeah. When, yeah. When you win both main events, that's, that's somewhat of a dominant weekend. Uh, yeah, he didn't win the pre-final on Saturday. So, uh, so that kind of took points away there, but, uh, you know, overall, uh, you know, a good championship lead, 24 points ahead of, of Mike Smith, who we, as I mentioned earlier, was a double winner in this category at last year's event at Cal Speed. So, uh, you know, this could even things up. Um, you know, Brian Phillipson, who's sitting third and was was among the front runners there with with uh, Meyer and uh, and and Mike Smith, is not going to is not registered. So I don't know if he's going to be a walk up or not. But uh, he sits third. So essentially, the championship chase could just end up being these two drivers uh, when everything is said and done after this weekend. Yeah. True enough. True enough. One of the things I love about Masters, and you, we'll let you talk about some notable drivers that are coming in here to make their debuts. One of the things I do love about this program, you, you scroll down through the, um, the lineups and you'll see so many different family names, the Schroeders and the Sesslers in, in 100cc senior. You know, you'll see, you'll see brothers, sisters, brother, brothers, that kind of a thing. Um, the cool factor here for the challenge and this Masters 100cc category is in 100cc senior, we've got Jackson Dunn and Everest Fedler. And in 100cc Masters, and all the, they're all under the forward direction motorsports tent, you got Steve Dunn and David Fedler as well. And I, I just think that's the coolest thing when you got, when you got uh, sons, and, you know, sons and fathers racing. To me, that's an amazing thing. I love it. I well, love let, it. Let's add a third one. With Carlos Calderon, who's yeah, making I, his uh, 2021 Challenge in America's debut, his son's going to be racing in micro for the first time. So uh, three father-son duos racing together on the same weekend. So that that it. was actually something I was going to do uh, in our Paddock Insider on Friday was, was kind of get uh, father-son photos with uh, all three of these pairings because that in itself is is kind of what our sport really is. It's just, I love it. you know, families being at the sport, whether it's, you know, father son or father daughter or mother son or mother daughter even uh, just yeah. just any type of combinations of of families you know grandpa and grandson you know you see a lot of that too in our sport as well um you know just uh you know family is is really what our sport's about and it's yeah so it's great to see uh that uh those types of pairings and 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 getting back to the racing calderon could be one of those that uh yeah. that challenges both uh mayor and uh 
um, and Smith uh, for for the top spot of the podium all weekend long. Oh, and how about this one, dude? You have it down in the notes. I'll throw it out here. You can talk about it as well. Preston Newberry, uh, a Colorado guy uh, now into real estate, uh, running for Forward Direction Motorsports. Preston was my tuner when I ran the RBI shifter, the 125cc right. master's class at the Rock Island Grand Prix. And I want to say that might have been 2004. 2004, because that was my Four. first... That was my first time at the Rock Island Grand Prix. And Preston was my wrench that weekend, yep. right? And now he's back racing here uh, this week, this weekend uh, at, at Kalispell. I think that's super cool to see Preston out there. He's been super successful in his career, make, making the move to real estate. And uh, but now we know this, David. Once you once you got carding in your in your veins, you got to come back, right? We see the pro drivers do it all the time, coming back. Whether it's Will Power and Scott McLaughlin and whoever getting back at it at, at GoPro. Um, you always want to come back and get back at it again. And we we always see him as a wrench. This will be the first time we'll yeah. see him as a driver. That's that's going to be the cool part. I I think he's going to take it to Fedler and Jackson, <laughs> or, or Fedler and Dunn for sure. So yeah. uh, so yeah. that's that's going to be a, a good kind of intent rivalry right there. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. One more break in the action. We come back. We'll go to the cadets. We'll talk mini rock. We'll talk micro rock. And we'll wrap things up from this edition of the Outlap. Wins in the sport's biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on NitroCart's resume. The NitroCart has made its statement as the best, fastest, and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. The 2020 Nitro Cadet is even better. The cart features magnesium front and rear hubs, a floating sprocket hub, and a roller bearing steering column support with tow lock. The Nitro Kart Cadet is completed with Mini Dynamica bodywork and Max Pappas's MPI steering wheel. If you want to win in Cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join our team. I am Nitro Kart Mini Driver and National Champion Spencer Conrad. We just got our 2020 Cadet chassis just before Daytona this year, and I really like it a lot. I got my first victory with it in just the second time on track. I really like the MPI wheel and the new brake system. Plus, the bodywork is really cool. Come join the winningest cadet team on the market, Team Nitro. Race one or chase one. CKR is all about quality, and CKR USA is where you can get your hands on these winning chassis in the United States. It's the CKR Barracuda 32 mil shifter car chassis, the 100cc focused Stingray. These are two popular models contributing to the success of this thriving brand. And CKR USA is where you'll find carts, parts, and everything you need to go racing. Delivering the latest innovation in kart racing technology, CKR carries its own distinctive frame design. Made from hand-selected material, CKR kart chassis combine the highest grade tubing and hardware, ensuring first-rate standards of production. CKR USA has a large footprint in the US karting market and continues to grow rapidly throughout the country. Fully homologated chassis have been proven by top-notch performances from coast to coast in North America. CKR has stood on top of the podium in Supercarts USA and F-Series competition, as well as kart clubs around the country. The podiums and championships will continue to pile up in 2021. CKR USA is now in its sixth year of business, and we're adding new authorized dealers and support centers for the chassis line. Visit ckr-usa.com or call 208-384-KART and go CKR Blue. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, uh, wrapping things up on this edition of our EKN Outlap, our preview podcast for the upcoming Challenge of the Americas event and Cal Speed in Fontana, California. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. Uh, David, let's wrap things up here with the Mini Rock category before we head to Micro. 13 pre-entries in the Mini Rock category. Last year, the class was won by Tristan Young. He has since moved up into the Junior Rock class. Driver to beat right now, though, John Antonino on the race factor. A couple of wins in Phoenix. Yeah, did it both both 
races were won in different fashion. Saturday was kind of a dominant victory out front all day. Sunday was a drive from the back to the front uh, to uh, to claim a second victory on the weekend. So Antonino racing at his home track uh, is going to be certainly tough to beat, but also another uh, local driver sitting there second in the points, truly Adams on the VLR. Uh, uh, will be uh, among the uh, lead contenders throughout the weekend. That's something about this category uh, that we kind of, I kind of noticed in Phoenix. A lot of great racing, not a lot of dirty racing. Guys giving each other room. You know, when I say yeah. guys, I'm talking kids. Uh, <laughs> true, you know, these kids were giving each other a lot of room. So, you know, I expect with with the different uh, the multiple passing opportunities here at Cal Speed, I expect a lot of great racing in this category all weekend. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, 40 point lead, as you said, for Antonino. Kyle Drysdale, 67 points back. Cypress Andrus, 80 back. And Gavin Witt, 83 back. So things are still wide open in terms of, uh, of the championship. It always is just a couple of races. And we got kind of the turning point here this particular weekend. We'll really see the championship contenders step to the forefront in, in this one for sure. Uh, missing a couple guys, though, David. I think uh, Kyle Drysdale, not make at least not on the pre entry list. And Jacob Longnecker, not on the pre entry list either. Yeah, aside from those guys, it's pretty much the same field that uh, that we saw in Phoenix. Uh, moving to Micro Rock, of course, these are the youngest drivers in the program. Seven pre-entries on the weekend. Uh, Nico Sarfati, who uh, won the championship last year with GFC, uh, Gary Carlton's program racing in the Florida Winter Tour. Uh, the winners at Phoenix, though, Jackson Porter on a Nitro cart, Ashton Woon on the Nitro cart as the Nitros uh, finished first and second. Those drivers, of course, uh, leading the points as well. 13 markers separating first and second. Braylon Underwood, though, on, on the race factor is pretty good all weekend long. And Phoenix, he's only 50 points back coming in, Dave. Yeah, this is going to be another great battle kind of between two drivers we saw kind of stand out. But as you said, Underwood was kind of there all weekend long. Uh, we'll see how uh, Rice Bowman is able to uh, to kind of step up when we go to Cal Speed, see if we can make it a uh, four-driver battle. Uh, this weekend, as we talked about, the increases from five drivers to seven drivers. Uh, Mateo Calderon making his uh, debut along with uh, Ron Ferguson. Uh, joining the field. So seven drivers in micro, 13 in mini rock. That's a big change from what we saw just a couple of years ago. Yeah, the only driver that I'm seeing here, P5 in points, Jerome Rondeau, not currently on the pre-entry list heading to Fontana. We'll see if he could potentially be one of the drivers who would enter uh, at the racetrack. Well, David, there you go. We've gone through all the categories uh, for this weekend's Challenge of the Americas events. The bottom line is this, tremendous racetrack. Uh, running in a different direction that's never been done before in the challenge, the uh, the clockwise grande. So that'll throw a little wrench in the plans for some drivers potentially. Um, field pretty strong in a lot of the categories. We'll see if the championship contenders are able to step to the forefront, but good weather too, which I think will be great for you. Yeah, that, that's going to be key. You know, obviously we've seen rain for the past couple of years at Cal Speed for this event. Uh, if we can keep it dry, that'll kind of keep things consistent throughout the weekend. Hopefully, uh, we'll keep everybody safe. We'll have uh, we'll have no issues on the racetrack like we like we've had uh, in previous years that uh, kind of delayed things. And uh, hopefully, it'll be a clean show throughout the weekend. Uh, for those of you wanting to tune in, of course, always live uh, www.ecardinews.com/live. I will not be able to make the trek to uh, the event this year, which uh, I'm super sad about. But obviously, a lot going on with the with the COVID restrictions coming back across the border into Canada. Uh, testing at the airport, expensive stays at airport hotels right now. That's what Canada's doing to try. I think try to make sure nobody travels south during spring break. Uh, so I'm not going to make the trek down to this one, which is which is sad. I would love to have been at the event. Uh, but otherwise, David Cole will be there. Tim Chappie Chapman will be on the PA. And, of course, Chappie, uh, a legend in, uh, in karting commentary down in Southern California. Great to have him on board as well and on the ECAN Radio Network. Did it a couple of years ago at, at Sonoma when I raced and David wasn't able to be there. He was at another event. I was racing. Tim was, uh, Tim was announcing. Uh, David and Tim will be in the... Cooper Tire Broadcast Center all weekend long. And again, the show, our live coverage brought to you this particular weekend by Courtney Concepts, Leading Edge Motorsports, and CRG Nordam. David, um, also, all the social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and what are the hashtags? I'll let you do them this time. <laughs> you don't You don't mean at ECAN? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ECAN at C-O-T-A. Hashtag CalSpeed. Hashtag Let's Rock. Those are... Going to be the uh, the three hashtag 
that uh, we'll kind of be promoting throughout the weekend. Of course, hashtag Team Cooper Tire for their support all year long with our live schedule. And uh, yeah, it'll be probably like the third or fourth time that I've worked with Chappie. Uh, I believe you were, there was another Cal Speed event you weren't at that uh, that uh, Chappie filled in for you as well. So uh, it'll be good to get back with him. Shame you won't be there because uh, we're going to miss the cooking. We're going to miss the smash Man. burgers that you were planning on Friday night. So uh, we'll up. have to enjoy the cooking of Kathy Saisman throughout the weekend. Oh, I'm sure she'll knock it out. I would love to have done the smash burgers. We bought the Blackstone to, to do it every year. Hopefully we'll be back again in 2022. Folks, that wraps things up from this edition of The Outlap. If you're heading to, Fina, uh, to Fontana for the Challenge of the Americas event, have a great time. If you're not, make sure to follow it all on ecardinews.com. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.